0: and welcome to another episode of the pfg vibecast what's better than one episode dropping in the same day a second episode of course and we will bring you episode 21 right now here's russell baxter
1: one of the fun things about working in this business is getting to spend some time on this podcast with people who i have gotten to work with over the 150 years i've been doing this <laughs> take a feel um one of those people uh, is the football girl and you can follow her on twitter at the football girl you can also follow her work at tfg underscore nfl um, her newsletter and website and so on um it's melissa jacobs and uh, it's, it's so great to have you on because you embody a lot of what I love about a person who took a real passion for something and turned it into something so, so successful. Uh, Melissa and I go back to our days at ESPN. Uh, and if I miss, mess up the path, Melissa, let me know.
2: Okay. It's, it's not, yeah, it's a little complicated. So. Producing in that... radio? Uh-huh.
1: Okay, uh, assignment producer.
2: Okay. A talent producer, but you know, talent close producer. enough.
1: See, that's why you're here to correct me. Um, <laughs> and then suddenly, one of the more highly regarded websites in terms of football, ground, if I correct me if I'm wrong, accommodations from Forbes, one year.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, a couple, couple years. Right. Top, top 100, what were we, the top, top 100 websites for women for a couple there of you years, go. which is, I don't think they do that ordinary
1: work, but worked very cool when they did. Work at SI now?
2: Um, I don't work at SI anymore because... No, but I you have still, worked for them? I, I did, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes,
1: okay. But that's pretty substantial, and that's why it's great to have you on and get your thoughts about the, the National Football League, and in particular... Uh, Since you are a West Coast person, we're going to Mm -hmm. to a West Coast football team that had the second overall pick in April's draft. Um, And that's the San Francisco 49ers, who uh, came into last season with a lot of promise and a five-game winning streak um, at the end of 2017. Uh, And then about three weeks into the season, even before the season, um, when Jarek McKinnon went down, uh, the team lost Jimmy Garoppolo in a game at Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So it proved to be a very disappointing year for them. Um, it's a team that hasn't been in the playoffs for a couple of years. Going back to 2013, they've gone through their share of head coaches over that span. But Kyle Shanahan's now in his third year um, with the club. Um, just showing thoughts, what's kind of the state of the 49ers right now?
2: Well, it's, it's not great, but it, it's hopeful. The the thing that's been really great about Kyle Shanahan in these first two years, and they didn't, you know, they didn't have a quarterback, obviously. A a lot of people that first year thought they were maybe going to get Kirk Cousins Mm -hmm. in free agency, and then they obviously pulled the the trade for Garoppolo, and then it was like, I mean, as you guys know, like, the hype was out of control. Obviously, you know, they went on the winning streak, and um, I remember that there was an NFL films clip, that really went viral of Garoppolo being able to predict the defense. And, you know, you just saw sort of that sharp football mind. And it just seemed to pair really well with Shanahan because even in these dark, I mean, they have been two very dark seasons. He's shown, you know, he's shown his offensive genius at various points with a roster that I think is you know nobody would really argue is very subpar except you know for that those few games that, that garoppolo came in so so that's the exciting part but you know they're coming off of four game for four wins last season you know they there's there's still a lot of questions obviously a lot of lot of you know the key players coming back from injury including nick Bosa, by the way So you take Bosa, you take McKinnon. McKinnon was their first free agent signed last year. I mean, Shanahan was like salivating over him. He doesn't even, you know, he's not even there week one. And then Garoppolo. So those are like three very key figures that they have to start the season healthy and have to avoid injury with those guys. So it's, you know, it's it's an interesting place for them.
1: Um, You spoke of Nick Bosa. It's the fourth time in five years that the 49ers used to, first round draft choice uh, on the defense lineman. Uh and they're hoping mm-hmm. to get an edge rush um, from Bursa. Right. They got some of that push uh, last year up the middle from DeForest Buckner, who had a very, very respectable year. Obviously, um, you know, that they, they they have spent a lot of high picks on the first almost kind of like what the Rams did, um, you know, six or seven years ago with Chris Long and Mike mm-hmm. and Aaron Donald and Robert Quinn, uh, kind of emulating that. And Solomon Thomas is there. Eric Armstead is there. Um, and, you know, for all the problems on offense last year, I, I hate reminding you of this number, um, but the 49ers set two very dubious records last season on defense. Um, they had two interceptions as a team. Yeah. They had seven takeaways um, in one season. That, that, that's the fewest ever. Uh, you know, Julie and I have more takeaways on one podcast um, <laughs> than the 49ers had last season. Um, what, do you see on, what do you see on that side of the football, Melissa? We're, we're, um, uh, where's an area, besides the defensive line and meeting the pass rush, um, what are your thoughts on the defensive side of the ball? It's obviously a lot of talk about Garoppolo and what they do offensively, and I love the addition of Tevin Coleman. Um, you know who obviously played for right. offense in Atlanta. What about the defense for the Forty ers this year?
2: I mean, you make a lot of very good points. Thanks for throw, throwing salt on those those wings. I mean, you're right about Buckner. DeForest Buckner is you know already pr- pretty much a star. I mean, D, you know, D Ford gives them more line health. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know that he's going to be a complete game changer. Obviously, so much of this is predicated on Bosa. And they, you know, they've known forever that they were going to take Bosa at number two, especially when it became obvious that what the Cardinals were going to do at number one. I wonder if they would have even have tried to trade up, honestly, if it looked like the Cardinals might make play for him because they they have salivated over this guy and his combination of, of power and strength. So, you know, you, you would hope that that would – Lead to to better results in, in the takeaway department. I mean, they didn't really do much to reinforce um, the the corners. That's still an issue. I mean, they don't have a lot of depth there. They you know they have Richard Sherman still and um, Witherspoon, uh, Traverse Moore, but there's not a lot of you know there's just not a lot of like young guys to to challenge them. And I mean, I think they're okay at safety, but they, you know, they they think they're okay at safety. They didn't really make many moves in the draft, so so it's it's, it's interesting. You know, I think so much of it, again, is just really based on thinking this Nick Bosa is going to be like, you know, a complete disruptor. Like he's going to be just like this versatile, like you know, Aaron Donald type or or something. Mike Michael Bennett, um, in his prime, and. I I I would be concerned. You know, I I thought I thought that defensive coordinator Robert Fowler, I, I thought his job was maybe going to be in jeopardy even though the 49ers said it wasn't heading into offseason. I mean, he's he's safe. I think it's very important for the organization to keep cohesiveness after what happened after the Jim Harbaugh years.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
2: but the you don't see a lot of in super inventive scheming. From um, Sala. so that's, that's definitely still an issue across the board.
1: Uh, I'll wrap it up with this, Melissa. What do you think are realistic expectations for the team um, entering the season? I asked that because you obviously are the winners mm-hmm. are in the division uh, with the defending NFC champion Rams. Um, they're in a the division with the Seattle Seahawks, who also reached the playoffs mm-hmm. this past season. They knocked off the Seahawks late in the year. Um, which was obviously one of the bigger surprises down the stretch. Right, right. Um, you know, the, of course, they also lost two games to the Cardinals last year as well. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. and five in the division, uh, to, you know, last year in 2017. What do you think, you know, in the, in the third year of this Shanahan, um, John Lynch regime, what do you think are realistic expectations for the club?
2: Well, I think um, I saw Peter King have the 49ers' 7th in his power rankings. <laughs> as I'm laughing right now, I, I kind of had to laugh at that a lot. Um, I think that's kind of absurd. Uh, you know, what they what they win four games last year, mm-hmm. may, maybe six, maybe eight is, is the ceiling, in my opinion. There's so many. I'm I, I, they, I very concerned about the defense, as we just talked about, particularly the secondary. Very concerned about that, um, and they still don't necessarily—they they don't have a number one out You know, they they drafted in the second and third round, you um, know, Samuel and Jalen Hurt. I mean, they have potentials, but I mm-hmm. mean, they're they're literally heading into training camp with like Dante Pettis as their number one receiver, who's good, but you know, not a game changer. um So it seems like. With with their sort of some of their roster limitations that really, as I said earlier, like they can't lose. They can't lose Jarek McKinnon. They can't lose Garoppolo. Obviously, they you know everyone sort of the somehow the, the defensive scheming needs to be a little bit more complex and obviously effective. And so I I, I guess maybe because I'm around here and I've just seen so much losing, and when I do have to, to forego my house on Sundays and like actually go out and cover a game, it's like every game I've been to has just been a horrible blowout, um, and just this like very dire um, atmosphere. So it's hard to just kind of go into the season being like, okay, there's the seventh best team in the NFL. It just hasn't felt like that in so long, and I don't know that the addition of Nick Bosa changes that. So you know, I I think kind of middle a long way to say I think middle of the pack is probably. The, the best especially when you look in the division too i mean the rams are the Rams; like they're gonna you know they're they're the, they're the gold standard of the nfc west and you know seattle is obviously in an interesting rebuild in a sense right now um a re- rebuild's probably not the right word but transition mm-hmm. um i think arizona is just going to be the bottom feeders. i don't I, I just don't trust that organization while steve keim is running it but yeah Middle of the pack for the Niners, probably in their division now in the NFL at launch.
1: Your response and and uh, makes me want to ask one more quick question. Do you think yeah, a, lot or a lot too much being placed on Jimmy Garoppolo? Do you think that's why certain people think uh, the Niners um, maybe rate a little higher than you do, or other people do as well?
2: That the, I'm sorry, I didn't hear whatever the word was. That the
1: the, the spotlight well, words, on Jimmy. Do you think a lot is being thrown on for people uh, yeah. to expect the 49ers to bounce back and have a big year and maybe, you know, top ten in power, somebody's power rankings, et cetera, et cetera? Do you think a lot of that is because of Jimmy Garoppolo?
2: Oh, yeah. I think there's still – especially, you know, when you haven't seen the player in a while, especially when they're a quarterback, there's a sneak around him. I've not hmm. heard him in the last season. It was like, like, you know – Oh, okay, there's going to be film. Like, this is really exciting. The Niners have a chance, but teams have had all this time to kind of study his tendencies now and you know, little coming down to earth. But now, you know, that didn't really have a chance to happen because of the ACL injury. So now mm. it's kind of like we're still living in this, you know, heavenly place with, with Jimmy, if you will. And I, I understand it. I mean, he's, he's just a, you know, he's a, obviously a talent. He's obviously has, you know, the size and all the things that, that you want. Um, but I don't I don't know that he has a the track record yet to just say unquestionably, we're, you know, he's a top five quarterback in the NFL. Could be. But, you know, and then, you know, he's coming off an ACL. Like we saw, you know, we saw Carson Wentz last year. It's, it's not, you know, obviously quarterbacks come back from it and they succeed. But sometimes it takes a while to, to kind of get back to, point
1: a when that injury happens well as i said in, in in another show um you know these guys aren't dishwashers and uh, washing machines you just don't replace the parts and they all of a sudden work uh brands brand new when deshaun watson andrew luck shoulder injury takes a little time mm-hmm. so you know, especially guys who get hurt in the course of the season melissa i thank you so very much uh, for taking a little time and getting us caught up on the san francisco 49ers And uh, like for people who are not familiar with Melissa's work, the football girl, um, TFG underscore NFL. Please follow her on Twitter. you yourself caught up on a lot of good NFL information.
2: All right. Thank you so much.
1: And Julie and I want to thank Melissa Jacobs for coming on tonight, talking San Francisco 49ers. Again, it's a team that's kind of been down on its luck Mm -hmm. the last couple of seasons, um, maybe more than the last couple of seasons. Last time we saw in the playoffs was 2013 when they got within one win of going to the Super Bowl for the second straight year. Uh They've gone through their share of head coaches since then. Kyle Shanahan's entering his third year. Um, And it's a roster certainly with a lot of question marks, Julie.
0: Oh, yes, and hopefully, you know, along the run, they'll find the right key that they need and start winning some games. That'll be a big change.
1: Well, staying healthy was a problem for them last year, especially Kinnon mm-hmm. and obviously Jimmy Garoppolo, as Melissa talked about, and so on. Right. Uh, defense has to find some playmakers, um, and they're in a tough division with two teams, the Rams and the Seahawks, mm-hmm. in the playoffs last year. But you know how this NFL works? Oh, yeah. Changing thing year to year. Um, You know, teams win division titles, um, you know, some coming out of nowhere, uh, you know, we've seen four last place teams do it in the last two years. Um, You know, the Seahawks missed the playoffs in 2017. They bounced back. They were 0-2 last year and then wound up getting to the playoffs. So it's very unpredictable. But uh, like I said, I think Melissa did a great job uh, mapping things out. Uh, Make sure you follow her on Twitter at Uh, the football girl and tfg underscore nfl for great information
0: and also i do know she's on instagram as well at um, tfg underscore nfl great content wonderful football memes and i started watching her um i guess she puts videos on there as well she started doing that during the super bowl when um she was out there great stuff give it a shot
1: couldn't have said it better myself in fact you said it better than I ever could, so I gotta leave it at that, so.
0: Well then, yeah, yeah. I work from the best.
1: Wow, there you go. Well, we've had our share of shameless plugs on the last two show, that's just one more, so. There you go. <laughs> PFG vibe, Julie noted, underscore PFG, Backs football guru. It's the trifecta of football fun. Follow us all on Twitter. And um, I'm proud to announce Julie.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: We are now legal because this was the 21st edition of the PFG Vibecast. Talk to you all soon.
0: Take care, everyone.